everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live. My name is Dan, and today we're going to talk about Blondie. Woo! Not the cartoon for all you people out there that still read newspapers. Um, but a band from the 70s, early 80s, still playing today uh, because Deborah Harry turned 70-something uh, mm -hmm. on July 4th, 1st, 2nd. I don't have those facts here, folks. Uh, Real Brave is a music studio, and we teach. We have an online system uh, that you're going to have to use your imagination for because we don't have any graphics today. But <laughs> yeah, just look at just yeah, just, just look here. Just stare at my chest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an online program uh, that you can uh, sign up for and get lessons. It's uh, online in person. It's Practice Pad only at Real Brave. Real Brave Online, powered by Practice Pad. Uh, Kevin, you're here today with me, looking like you normally do. Yeah, um, I try to maintain this appearance um, pretty much every Wednesday. Yeah. Do you go into like cryostasis when you go home? I, well, not when I go. I it's here. Yeah. That like so when you looked at the credit card report and you saw like sixty thousand. Yeah, sixty grand for from a uh, cryopods yeah. LLC. Yeah. Yeah. That's that big machine in the third drum room. Got it. And right after this broadcast, I'm just going to go back in there. Okay. Go like this. <laughs> Set the timer for uh, 6.9 days, and then I'll see you next Wednesday. You look pretty much the same every single day. Yeah. Uh, I, must, I must hand it to you. Yes. Must Con be all those hamburgers you eat. Consistency is uh, a very important thing. Consistency is hamburgers. Yes. Uh, so. Love the consistency of hamburgers. <laughs> Do you though? Yeah, because we got the crunchy outside and soft inside. I just saw a whole uh, thing about eating meat. Mm -hmm. I'm back on my. I'm, I'm leaning towards a vegetarian again. Oh no. Oh no. Sorry. Yeah, just uh, I, I go through these phases where like ah meat, you know not so much. Meat is great. It is, but it's not good for you. Have you seen the um, flour? It's like a TikTok uh, viral thing. It's the the flour based chicken. No. Or it's like people made like imitation chicken meat yeah. out of just like, like super glutenized flour. <sighs> what did they do to it? Fry it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Did it? Did it? Didn't taste like chicken. Uh, like I'm told dough. that you can season it to taste like chicken. Mm. They have some chicken flavor. And it like shreds like chicken. It's all about the consistency. The big thing for me is the the fat and the blood. Mm. Has, this has nothing to do with music, by the way. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's the fat and the blood. You know. Ozzy Osbourne. What about Ozzy Osbourne? He was about the blood. Yeah, that's more like urban legend. He mistakenly bit a bat that also, someone threw at him. Sunday, Bloody Sunday. That is about an Irish uh, rising up in uh, Ireland. That's where the Irish live. Also, um, Axl Rose, he got pretty fat. Yeah, well... Faxel Rose. You're going to see him now. You're going to see him in, what, next month? This month? Yeah. Right before the supposed fish concert that I'm going to. What do you mean supposed? <laughs> We're, I, I got the tickets. The tickets I know. are... I know. I'm going with Kevin to a fish concert. Yes. In Atlantic City. He said it. I might be sick that day. Ah. Uh, well, it's good. good thing I got tickets for two nights. <laughs> and Sarah Lords is available for either night. So whichever works best for you, guy. Blondie. So, so when I was a child, go ahead. Uh, very small child. Um, you didn't look like this. No. You haven't. I thought. Okay. No, uh, I had like white hair, like bleach blonde hair. 
What about your beard? Uh, beard was the same color, okay. but the, my hair was super blonde. Okay. Um, my brother and sister, my half-brother and my half-sister um, from my father's first marriage are both um, half uh, Puerto Rican. So they just called me El Diablo Blanco, the white devil. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Wait but a second. So your brother and sister are your half-brother and sister? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. But you've seen Brian. You've seen Brian come in here. You just thought he was super tan. I don't know if I have. Have I? Uh, I think you've met him. You might have met him. I know your mom. Yes. Who uh, I'm told that I look a lot like. Yes. There, you, she can't deny you. Right. In a lot of ways. Especially. Right. Okay. Um, financially. Financially. <laughs> yes. She can deny you. Well, she can't deny you. Anymore. She sure You're a has. Ass man. <laughs> <laughs> so Blondie. Oh yeah. How do we get into? Oh, Blondie. She's like is 70, a band. Seventy something. Before we go into the band and like the top ten and all the stuff, which um, came from which uh, which website again? UltimateClassicRock.com. So according to UltimateClassicRock.com, there's a top ten of of songs on here that we're gonna go through. Um, I was never a huge Blondie fan, uh, but when I took the stage at CBGB's back in the day, that's this is one of the iconic bands that made it really famous. Yeah. And the Police, et cetera, et cetera. Did you ever play CBGB's? No. Is that in Asbury Park? No. Uh, that's a, it was in that's the, the Stone Pony, I'm thinking. The Stone Pony, right. That's downtown um, uh, Manhattan. That's right. On the Lower East Side. Very famous punk rock place but the, but Blondie came up in the in the 70s during this kind of post punk new pre-punk, wave new wave yeah. thing and she was we we had a, a whole month of specials about women in rock women in music and we did not talk about her I don't think no because the lists you were pulling up were like from Business Insider and like Forbes. Business Insider uses the facts, ma'am. They 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 use record sales, I guess, and money. But when you pull her streaming yeah. uh, records or stats, her streaming stats are impressive. Really impressive. You know, you're talking millions and millions, if not hundreds of millions. So. She's very much relevant. Just put out an album two years ago, and is is considered to be one of the most influential uh, people in rock and roll. Not only just because of her sex, but because of you know the music that they put out. Yeah, no, it was um, it was cutting edge, and it, it broke through genres and boundaries. And um, you know, all of my favorite uh, musicians do that. Uh, the Radiohead, the Beck. The Miles Davis, the fish from Vermont. Yeah. They transcend genres. And because it's not, because expression, you know, you shouldn't be limiting yourself to like a box of like, okay, we have to do power chords for two minutes, put a bridge in there, and we're done. Like, that's not, I mean, there are bands that are successful doing that, but um, I, as a musician, get a lot more out of listening to music that explores different possibilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me too. So we can go over this top 10 uh, for Miss Harry, who just turned 76. Wow. Now, all of our aging rock stars out there, um, 
in the audience, some of these folks are uh, getting older. Right. And um, she was not only like very talented, not only like a sex symbol, not only someone that, that people look up to, but is very influential still today. Uh, so just quickly, the top 10, according to this website, uh, ultimateclassicrock.com, uh, number 10 in the flesh. Yeah, uh, which I thought was a Pink Floyd song when I right. saw this list. Okay. But then it would be in the flesh, question mark? Yes. Actually, I don't know. Um, Off what album? Uh, the Wall. Oh. I think. This is off of uh, their first album and uh, debuted as their second single, and it was more of like a poppier side of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Their uh, first debut single was X Offender. Number nine, picture this. This is this is in the seventies, by the way, long before Oh Kevin and yeah. his beard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number uh, no wait eight nine number eight. Uh, the tide is high. So I this is the one that I know the most. It's a cover of a Jamaican group, the Paragon. The Paragons. The tide is high shows off experimentation. So it's got more of like a a Caribbean. So there's a, there's a, a sort of subtle link between you know in in the seventies, late seventies between like punk music and reggae. Um, and and disco. Is, is strewn about in there too. And it has to do with the counterculture, um, the youth culture at the time. You know, uh, punk was more of a reaction against disco. Um, <laughs> but reggae was more of a reaction. I mean, it was a cultural thing too from, from the Caribbean, but it was also, uh, you know, a reaction to like fast driving music. Um, so there's, there's a lot of uh, bands that draw influence from each other in that regard. Um, like the, the link between like the Sex Pistols and uh, Bob Marley. There, there's actually, there's like a deep story there, but I forget what it is. I wrote a paper on it. Yeah? Yeah, it did not win awards though. I, now I wanna know. Um, I have the textbook, I think, in my lesson room. You're just saying that because of the, the rage that disco caused yeah. in people. Yeah. It's like why um, Screamo exists today, because pop is still out there. Not Screamo, maybe, but like grunge. It's like what grunge, grunge was a reaction to like Madonna. Grunge was a reaction to the like overzealous hair, hair yeah. bands from yeah. the 80s, yeah. And that like very over-the-top production. Right. Yeah, that's where that that's where that where that came from. Because then it, it was all about breaking everything down, you know, not having like a look per se, you know, shoegazer. Right. That's where shoegazer came from. Right. Um, but all this stuff coming from the '70s, where you still have like rock and roll, mm -hmm. and then these like new wave bands are starting to come out, like such as them. I don't know. The Tide Is High is a really interesting song. I was telling Kevin before, like, I didn't even know that this was a cover until literally three days ago. That's why I had the idea of doing this, besides the fact that her birthday was a couple days ago. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I was sitting at my brother's house and then the Tide is High comes on by the, and it sounds like a cover of Blondie, but it actually was the original song. Right. And then a couple songs later, the Blondie song came on. They're very similar sounding, actually. So look it up, it's the Paragons and um, 
This is in 1981. That's number eight. Number seven, Hang on the Telephone. I never heard that one. Me neither. Uh, number six, One Way or Another. Number six, not the, it's not. This is not one or two. This is number six. One way or another. It's one of the most six commercially successful songs. Yeah, I that's like one of the few Blondie songs that I like recognize right off the bat. Yeah, great tune. That was more their punkish time. Shows off their yeah the punk root, uh, roots and mixes it with a little bit of uh, new wave. But what is new wave? New, new wave, wave is Cure. Is like that's what I thought it was. UB40. No, that's uh, oh that's reggae. New wave is like uh, Erasure. Cars. B52s. Cars. Yeah. Cars are in this era. I, I was thinking more like the Cure. Yeah. The Smiths. If you go to the '80s new wave channel, it's it's like. Do, do, do. Yeah. Do, do, uh, do. Yeah. Exactly. That's 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 it. Um, aha. Uh, that's not aha. No. But aha. I'll stop no, the world that melt with you. Thinking of. Um, <laughs> What's I'll the band the that did uh, London Calling? They're not necessarily the new wave, but they were getting in that direction. That's in this. To me, that's in this vein. Yeah. Instruments, rock. Yeah, distorted guitars, mm -hmm. and driving then, beat, and then sneaking a synth in there, <laughs> and now it's new wave. Rico Kasich was great. You like the cars? Uh, yeah, it's a, you know, I like the the Talking yeah. Heads a little bit more. Interesting. Talking Heads, I'd consider to be like new wave. Our house is in the middle of the street. Or. Find your city, find yourself a city to live in. You like funky stuff. I do. Yeah, you do. I do, I really this do. This is what we're learning. God help me. All right, number five, uh, Dreaming from Eat to the Beat. Yeah, so this just sounded like a pop tune to me. This just kind of sounded like 80s pop. I didn't really catch any of the stuff that they were, I mean, Mashing of styles and eras. I I caught the Phil Spector sort of wall of sound idea, how it's just like this kind of yeah. Um, but like, you know, it it didn't really stand out to me too crazy. Uh, let me give that a quick listen. Yeah, give it a quick listen. I actually don't know this song very well. The next song I wanted to go into at length. But I will, uh, it's not even on their like most popular songs in uh, Spotify. Um, yeah, only like one in the top five really are. But Call Me has 213 million view, uh, listens. Is Call Me even on here? Call Me. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, this is, a, you know what, this is I think more rock than pop or a, a blend of it as they go on to discuss, but, you know, kind of bummed that I uh, can't pull these up fast enough. Just do this. Have it not be picked up by the microphone. Huh? Oh, there it is. Now we're just flagged. If you don't know this, every time we play a song... I'll just rub my microphone so it... <laughs> uh, Mark Zuckerberg runs into the room and throws a spear 
right at Kevin. Yeah, it's happened before. Misses him. It misses him every time, but it's scary. By like this much. Yeah, yeah. And then he runs out. Yeah. It's really weird. Shouts some like computer code and then runs. <laughs> weird guy. Zero, zero, one, one, zero, 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 one. He runs out. <clears throat> Number four is Rapture. Rapture is the one they rap on, right? Yes. This is what I wanted to talk about. Um, I was looking forward to this one. This one is very funky and I love it. Um, until Debbie Harry starts rapping. Okay. This is 1980. Yes. Um, this is the first time that a, uh, there was a number one hit song with a rap in it. But it's not the number, it's not the first rap song. Thank God. No. Uh, Rapper's Delight was a number one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have, yeah, Grandmaster Flash, uh, Africa, Babasta, but those Curtis were Blow, they've been rapping were... since the mid-70s, right. but they never really broke the barrier. But the, the first number one song by white with woman. a rap in it is by Blondie with a female white singer. God, Robert. that must have been so infuriating. That's got to be infuriating. <laughs> That's and, and it's whack. It's <laughs> totally whack. Because I don't know what the hell she's talking about. Me neither. Um, I wanted to go through the lyrics. The, 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 the flow is not dope. <laughs> um, it sounds like white it's people. It's not dope. It sounds like a white person like improv act trying to like. Sounds like, have you ever seen Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, yes. Sounds like Colin Mockery trying to like rap about like going to a barbecue or something. <laughs> so, Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's fly. DJ Spin and I said, my, my. Flash is fast. Flash is cool. French, oh, this isn't French. Uh, Flash ain't no dude. And you don't stop, sure shot. Go out to the parking lot and get in your car and drive real far. Can, can, can wait. Could you wrap it though? No, no, no. Instead of reading it. And you drive all night and then oh, you see please. a light and it comes down and it lands in the ground and out comes a man from Mars. And you try to run, but he's got a gun and he shoots you dead and he eats your head. This is like Dr. Seuss um, wrote a rap song. Uh, yeah, those quick uh, uh, duple meter. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And, and then you're in the man from Mars you go out at night eating cars. You eat Cadillacs, Lincolns 2, Mercury's, and uh, Subaru. But you don't stop and you keep on eating cars. And there's no more cars. You go out at night and eat up bars where the people meet face to face, <laughs> dance cheek to cheek, one to one, man to man, dance toe to toe. Don't move too slow, because the man from Mars is through with cars. He's eating bars, yeah, wall to wall, door to door, hall to hall. Someone's eating bars. <laughs> He's going to eat them all. Rapture be pure. Take the uh, take a tour through the sewer. Don't strain your brain. Paint a train. You'll be singing in the rain. Said, don't stop to punk rock. All right. So could oh, I'm not even done. Oh man. Uh, well, now you see what <laughs> you want to be. You just have to party on TV. Because the man from Mars won't eat up bars when the TV's on, and he's gonna go back up to space, where you won't have a hassle with the human race. And you hip hop, and you don't stop. Just blast off, sure shot, because the man from Mars stopped eating cars and eating bars, and now he's only eating guitars. Get up. Yeah. That was the first number one rap song. And you performed it like a beat poet. <laughs> it was like William Shatner. Uh, a better William Shatner. Can someone please drop a beat? Greg, new intern Greg, beatbox, ready, go.
On the faraway island of Salamisand, Yertle the turtle was the king of the pond. A nice little pond. It was clean. It was neat. The water was warm. There was plenty to eat. The turtles had everything turtles might need, and they were all happy, quite happy indeed. Wow. Very good. What is that? That was Yertle the Turtle by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> that was just as good as this. Um, yeah. So number four, Rapture, what makes it special is what I was just saying. It was one of the first, if not the first, rap song to get to number one. But hold on. All right. So that's the that's the elephant in the room is the fact that it's like a rap song, but uh, that there's rapping in it. But it's a funk song. Yeah. Um, it's described here as a disco song, and I think that uh, will bring me to like um, a, a quick demonstration of what are the main differences, I believe, to be between disco and funk so they're very closely related in terms of like you can dance to them both um but funk you've got like syncopated bass lines like disco is more straight ahead just but they are they do have that same sort of feel the guitars might be very similar in both of them. Guitars, you might get a lot of. Uh, but still a lot of syncopation in the beat, where the drums in disco is going to be like just straight ahead. Drums in funk might be like Like more syncopated, less on the beat, more off the beat. Similar tempo. Similar tempo. Um, one feature of disco that I notice is a string section. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, sometimes wind chimes. Uh, you know, synths and stuff. There's synths and funk, but um, the yeah, this was on this website as uh, it's described as a disco song, but it's uh, it's funky. It's funky as heck. The next one though. Atomic. Is number not, three is neither that no that was more that's a disco tune um with spaghetti western guitar spaghetti western guitar i just i just want to hear this really quick and while dan's listening i'm going to talk to the viewer about practice pad practice pad is our own in-house software Real Brave is powered by PracticePad. If you want to take lessons with us, you can take them through PracticePad anywhere in the world. Meet with your instructor one-on-one -on -one through the internet, practice-pad.com. Sign up today for your free trial. Yeah, I don't know this one very well. That was a good infomercial, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. It's got that, like... It's got that disco feel. Yeah, yeah. Um... I like the spaghetti western guitar though, but that's the only spaghetti western. That's what, that's what spaghetti western guitar is to me. Yeah. Do you ever hear that song by uh, that song Minimum Wage um, by They Might Be Giants? No. Minimum wage, yeehaw! It's got like a sped of like a spaghetti western thing going on. Aren't they like a ska band? They're like uh, very intellectual. We should do a show on them. Yeah, that's that's a fun. One of my favorite songs of all time is by They Might Be Giants. Minimum Wage. Uh, that one I love. 
it's just stupid. Mm. It's that's the only time you hear that, and then all of a sudden it's just like it just sounds like a, a movie theme after that. Okay. Um, yeah. They might be giants. Go check them out. Uh, number three, Atomic. We don't know what it is. We never really listened to it. And then we come down to the, the number two and number one song. Did our research. Uh, here on the, t the, the, the top ten Blondie songs of all time, according to uh, some stupid website. Oh, ultimateclassicrock.com. They're not stupid. I'm sorry. Number two is Call Me. So the first time I heard this song, because um, I had heard it before, uh, and I had to look it up, uh, was in Zoolander, the opening scene in Zoolander, okay. where they're interviewing him on how he got to be so handsome. <laughs> um, in the background, it's, call me. And that's the first time you heard this? Did yeah. you buy the uh, soundtrack, and then you're like, oh, that's a really great song, it's such a new release, I love it. No, I don't know. That usually happens with soundtracks. Um, the producer really originally wanted Stevie Nicks to help write and record the theme song to a uh, American Jingle. You ever see that movie? Uh, is that with Dustin Hoffman? That is with uh, no. Which which uh, uh, male prostitute movie with Dustin Hoffman am I thinking of? I thought it was with uh, um, something cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. Richard Gere. Okay, no. I'm thinking of Midnight Cowboy with Dustin Hoffman. Okay, yeah, it's not the same thing. But anyway, so. <laughs> but it's a similar premise. That was that was a prostitute movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> Call Me stayed number one for six weeks. It came out uh, just as disco was retreating back to whence it came from, which is up someone's nose. Now, call yeah, definitely. <laughs> Call Me is, I think, more along the vein of, um, like, uh, your sort of heart or... Um, it's still rock. I don't see it being as, like, a... I know it's a dancey tune, but I, I, I see it being more rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a 12-8 shuffle. One and a two and a three and a four and a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um, Which means what to the viewer? It means that so the measure is broken up into 12 equal parts of an eighth note each. 12, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You could feel it in 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. Where it's divided by triplets. But um, this is listed on this website. And I don't like this website because it's listing things that are not disco as disco. That's not a that's not a disco. That's not a characteristic of disco and it's a pretty like you know, the time signature of a song is like a very big characteristic of the yeah. song. That's more of a shuffle. It's a fast shuffle. It's it's production too. Yeah. Bee Gees disco. Definitely. It, it they fit into the disco era. However, they were not just a disco band. Correct. I, mean, I don't really know the Bee Gees that well. They also funked. They funked. They wrote songs. Like they were really good songwriters. Yeah, yeah. And I would singers. I, I would put. Um, here's the here's the main question now. Before we get to number one, disco or not disco? Blondie. Disco or disno? Rock and roll Hall of Fame. 
Okay, they did get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Bee Gees? No, Blondie. Oh. Okay. I was going to be very surprised if Bee Gees got in. Yeah. Well, no, I mean... We ha we, we do not like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They got it in 2010. Okay. Good, good for Blondie. But there's other female artists that didn't get in there. Pat Benatar, I don't think... This has been snubbed from the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Dula Beam. Um, but like that's like this song was in the vein of like a Pat Benatar Heartbreaker or Heart or um, even like Stevie Nicks or uh, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, more I think like she's in uh, twice. I love rock and roll kind of vibes. Who's in twice? Stevie Nicks. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, this has, so we, you, we do our, our Rock and Roll Hall of Fame episodes, and we talk about this stuff. Drag our feet through those episodes. <laughs> so Pat Benatar is a rock and roll artist, but Grace Jones, I put her in there, too. The Runaways, sure. Kate Bush, Bjork, eh. Lucinda Williams. No, she's not a rock and roll. She's a country rootsy. And it comes down to the same conversation we have every time: is how do you define rock and roll? If you Salt define rock and roll as then that's Latifah, what you'll Mariah expect Carey, to find in there. But if you PJ define rock and roll as, and I'll bring that paper that I wrote that that uh, for for that class. Well, uh, they're defining uh, Blondie as disco. Yeah, and so she's not disco. But is disco rock and roll? No. Unless you're talking about it in the, in the sense of rock and roll as a... As a cultural, counter-cultural thing. Yeah. Oh. But hip-hop is not rock and roll. Well, it's very counter-cultural. It's counter-cultural, and, and I want them in a, in, in a place where we could, they could be recognized. But the question is, is if you're going to put all these people, you're going to put you know, Biggie in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, then right. you have to put everybody in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that has, that has done the exact same things. You have to do it. Yeah, it's, I guess... There's no question he was amazing. No question. Right. But it should be a hip-hop Hall of Fame. And they should be at the pinnacle. Like, is he getting lost in the shuffle because of that? Is she getting lost in the shuffle? Well, no, she's a rock and roll artist. She, should, she deserves to be there. I'm not saying, like, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, it's so freaking confusing because yeah. of some dudes and gals. Yeah, well, you know. Deciding to... Ratings and selling stuff. And stupid. Uh, number one on this list from uh, that website, ultimateclassicrock.com, uh, for the, the, the best Blondie song of all time, according to some person, is Heart of Glass. It's a great song. Yeah. Is it their best song? I don't know. Probably their most famous. It's really innovative vocal. And it's got like a really funky background. So they're like this, this small town band man in the 70s. They came more of a cult band. Got fame with some songs playing live. And after Heart of Glass, they're one of the biggest groups in the world. Uh, retaining their part of the punk edge, spliced with disco. 
For the first time, a most, uh, for the first time. Yeah, Blondie married a glorious synth riff to an irresistible dance floor beat. Heart of Glass set up their career, but more importantly, it proved that the great music crossed genres and was blind to restraints. See, I'll agree with that, that last statement. I like that. Yeah. Um, Have you taught any Blondie songs in class? No. So it hasn't passed over to the hundreds of lessons? No. You know, I think you better start uh, teaching it to some of your uh, female youth. I know. Show them this. Uh, I know a handful that would be into Call Me. Yeah. That like m like more of the rock stuff. Not a lot of my student like students like disco. Some of them like funk. Most of them like rock. I would. I always thought they were a rock band. I never put them in the the, the disco stuff. That's like, I guess you could say, you can make the argument that like New Wave was rock and disco. It was like disco moving back toward rock. With like heavily reverberate, reverberated uh, snare drums. Are you saying like New Wave was, was a fart generated by disco? Yeah. Or like, um, like if disco started cooking pancakes and like one of them... Um, like the the consistency wasn't right. There was like too much egg in yeah. it, and it was like go like goopy, and it didn't really turn out good. Yeah, that's new wave. Okay. Yeah. Do you like new wave music? No, but I like pancakes. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the that's the list today. Uh, we just got through a uh, couple of really interesting weeks here at the studio. Sure did. Um, we're saying hello to a new intern. We got Greg here today helping us out. It's first day, so we're not doing anything too difficult. Right. We're just we're going back and forth. Right. We'll Hopefully you can see me. We'll throw him the curveballs next week. Yeah, next week he's going to put video in there and yes. lower thirds. Uh huh. He'll be the all singing, all dancing Greg. Yes. We'll be all professional. Yeah, yes. we'll make it professional. Uh, but we did uh, another TikTok thing. We did. And it was good. And next week I guess we'll show the video. Yes. Of the winner, but um, yeah. You did a lot of the production, my friend. Uh yeah, I did a good amount of the uh, accompaniment along with um, Jordan here. And also Jordan Ant here, that's uh, Irish. Jordan Pesola okay. from Real Brave, New Jersey. Okay. And then we had uh, Andrew and Kathy in Queens. Uh, I think somebody else in Queens, maybe. No, I think it was just Andrew and, Andrew and Kathy. Uh, Mike DeProspo hopped on one and rapped the rap in uh, Skylar Sisters from Hamilton. Oh. That's a really fun one. What I'd love to do is to have it be a regular segment on the show to, to show these one minute TikTok videos. I would like to do that. React to them. See what happens. Um, See if we get taken down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely get probably taken down or flagged. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you know, why help the future generations of music um, learn music by seeing their mentors uh, perform and act like idiots? Right. But you put this together. We've got a winner. We gave away. Uh, some money to the winner, and then uh, a bonus to the instructor. It was really nice. They yes, got a congratulations, bucks, 250 uh, bucks. Kathy Mai and her student um, Blockman. Something, Kayla Blockman. Kayla Blockman. Yes, congratulations. Blockman family. Thank you very much. If you're watching, you're not. Uh, definitely not. But if you ever watch this in the future, 30 years from now, when you're watching this, when yeah. you realize how good the show was, yeah, and you're like, I used to take lessons there, and you get sucked into the black hole of this show. Right. Yeah. Live streaming, you just... The anthology. The yeah, extended the anthology. Real Brave universe. Yeah, when it's, it's, when it's out on microchip <laughs> in, your, in your brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> streaming now on 
cerebral implants. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? That's not ridiculous. Though. It's not at all. Yeah. It's, it's like 10 years away. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, you got that new Weezer record? <laughs> yeah. Ah. But it'll be much faster. They'll find a way to just make it faster. Yeah. Like, oh, it'll be Bluetooth. Oh, that was a good song. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Or it's like, it's like the glass holes. You ever see those? No. Uh, Google made um, glasses. Oh, the Google, Google, Google goggles. Google Glass. Oh, you can't Google say glass. it without sounding like an idiot. No. It sounds like Google Glass. And, and people didn't wear them because they looked like idiots. But there was a, a certain segment of people that just were crazy about them, and, and they end up getting pegged as glass holes. Oh, That's such a great name. Yes. <laughs> it's such, but first of all, I get it, like why you'd want to do that. You know, uh, you know, Google Glass created like this this segment of like people that wanted this whole thing. But Early adapters. Really crazy. Um, but yeah, TikTok, uh, what else? And uh, this weekend we are diving back in. Yes, head the, first. In a the live shallow pool. <laughs> in a shallow water head first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we're very, very excited to, well, we're back for we're gonna, concerts. We, we have concerts. On live. this stage where we're sitting right now. Yeah. We have to move all this stuff off. No, I'll just be sitting right here doing a show. There'll be a live thing going on. Uh, that's fine. There's Speaking plenty of space. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, three locations, three days. Um, we got uh, Manhattan is on Friday, New Jersey here is on Saturday, and Queens testing out their new stage area at the studio on Sunday. Very, very exciting. Yes. Um, the shows, you know, the, the process of planning them, because we... You know, back in March, we were like, we should do a concert in the summer. And we were like, yeah, but then like from March to June, every week it was different with what, you know, the COVID guidelines were and what like, right. oh, you don't have to social distance anymore. Oh, you don't have to wear masks anymore. And it's like, well, why don't we just wait and see? And so it was like last month we uh, announced uh, the registration and all that. Yeah. So, so it's going to be a smaller, more intimate show this time around, but we're really got our eyes set on December. A really, really big concert. Yeah, that's gonna happen. And what I like about what we're doing now is that we're gonna keep them all in house, like mm -hmm. at each studio. It gives the opportunity for the students to go into a place that's familiar. Mm -hmm. um, it's way more affordable for us to do it that way. We, mm -hmm. I was telling Kevin what our budget was for the Queens concerts, and we used to rent out an auditorium, and it was huge. It was a ton of work, but this would be a little bit easier, and we're just gonna kind of ease into it. Yeah, right. We're gonna dip our toe in the water and that's where you send me that gif of somebody's toe like, <laughs> like a really long toe creeps me out it's really gross <laughs> every time <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't like it either nobody likes long toes no uh but yeah that's this weekend so you gotta wish us luck uh any uh, notable performances happening that you uh we have the ambassadors or what's going on with that um the ambassadors just performed at the oakland carnival okay um are they gonna show their face I don't think so. No. Different uh, ambassadors for this, or just uh, we're just going to do house band? We're just doing house band this okay. time around. Just, uh, you know, we're, we're dipping our toe, our long toe. Um, um, but uh, Emma is going to be performing. Uh, one of our employees, also a longtime student, is going to yeah. be her last concert before That's she goes sad. off to college. Goes off to be very successful in life. Yeah. It's a very smart person. Yeah. Oh, we're going to miss her. Yes. That makes me sad. Yes. She's the, the first generation. Real brave. Yes. Here. 
In New Jersey, yes. Yeah, yeah. First generation. She's one of the first to sign Yeah, she's up. been taking lessons for like three years now. And uh, that always makes me nervous when like the first generation leaves. Because I always, I remember that thinking that when we first opened in Fresh Meadows and a couple of like the first generation people were leaving. And I was like, are there going to be any more? But there were. Yeah. Because they, they just, it, it's like a natural thing in life. People talk and mm-hmm. keep going. I think we do a pretty good job. Uh, except for you. I think you do a terrible job. Yeah, I'm holding the company back yeah. pretty steadily. I sent a memo to your desk about getting fired. Um, so you got this, this last show out of This me. is it, yeah. Okay. I hate to tell you. Live on air. Live on air. And, and in such a sarcastic way. <sighs> it's really. Thanks for nothing, Kevin. Hard to digest. <laughs> This is, I thought this was going really well. <laughs> no. Make sure you leave all your stuff here, too. I will, but not without playing some fish tunes <laughs> before I go. So today, was the we're back here. We got um, Greg helping us out. Um, it's divided sky, by the way. We got Greg helping us out from here forward. And uh, Greg, thanks for your help today. We're going to get this going uh, again next week, uh, every week, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, that's it for today. Make sure to check out PracticePad, practice-pad.com. You can sign up for lessons with us anywhere in the world. It's our only place you can find our online in-person lesson room uh, where you can get lessons for just about anything in music, Uh, not physics, math, Anything else? No fish songs, by the way. Uh, Anything else, Kevin? That's it. All right. Join us next week for the next episode here on Real Brave Life. Very good. Very, very good.